Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. He needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, Tom Ferry. guys. Hey. Oh, grab your seats, grab your seats. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Deb. All right. How's it going? Is this like day three or day four? What's what's the story? Day three. How's your energy? That is so lame. Stand up. Stand up. Even if you've never seen me before, just play along. Stand up. Thank you, Sam. Exactly. Get into a group of at least four people. At least four people. Get into a group of at least four people. Like this is an interactive moment. A threesome is awesome. You're a smart dude. Good job. Get into it. Come on. Move around. Let's go. Get into a group of at least four people. At least four people. All right. So here's the deal. How many of you have never seen me before say I? Awesome. Who has seen me speak before? Say hi. So you know what's coming. Make sure the rest of them pay attention. We're going to just get some energy going inside this room because the stuff that I want to talk to you guys about requires like some brain juice. Um, We're going to be thoughtful. We're going to talk about six different ways to grow your business. We're going to talk about some unorthodox stuff. I'm going to probably say shit. I might even say something else. It's going to be interesting, but you need to have energy. So here's the deal. You and your group of four, just for like 30 seconds, I'm looking for so much energy in the room that you make all the other people around you get even more amped and excited. And whichever group has the most energy, you win. So here's the deal. If I see, hold on, if I see like banker style, I am going to run out and punch you in the throat. I need like in the air, full jumps, lots of fun, screaming and hollering, moving your body just for 30 seconds. Are you in? Are you in? All right, hold on, hold on. You you might want to like loosen your shoulders up for a second. Loosen your shoulders. Todd, are they always this interactive? Come on, man. Let's go. All right. Loosen your shoulders up. All right. Ready? We're going to go for 30 seconds. Sam, I need it heavy. 30 seconds. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Go. Yeah. 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 Woo. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just be clear, that was good for a normal seminar. But this is mastery, yes? So what are you doing sitting? This is like a Simon Says thing. Come on, you got to play along. All right, so that was really good for like a normal event. Now I need like level 10, look up here, you don't give a shit what anyone else around you thinks. And you're just going to play full out. Because it's super fun and it makes you feel good. You, dude, yes, stand up. Good job. All right. I want 30, dude, beard, get up. 
Thank you. Oh, and the girl next to you, I didn't catch. Good job. Now I want 30 seconds, like total spaz. Just have a lot of fun. It'll make the event way better. 30 seconds, make sure you entirely shake the room. 30 seconds, go. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. Okay, 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 all right. That was good, that was good. This is good, this is good. Okay. Now, do me a favor, look at somebody in the room and say I'm alive, excited, and full of energy. All right, take your seats in a really fired up mood, feeling good, really excited. By the way, put the camera around the room. We're live on Facebook. Everybody say hello, Facebook. All right. So since I just wasted all my time to do an introduction, can I just assume rapport? I mean, after that, can I assume rapport? You have red hair. We're automatically connected somehow. Is it real? Maybe. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right. All right, so here's the deal. Can you put my slides up, Sam? Who's never seen me speak before? Wow. Hi, I'm Tom. That's how I build rapport. So uh, let's go to, by the way, Todd, just a little coaching. The social at this event sucks. This group is not on Facebook, not on Instagram, not on Twitter. I flew from Philadelphia. I woke up at like 3 o'clock this morning in Philadelphia, flew here, got online, Went on to social and went, is there a conference happening? <laughs> How many of you want way more business? Say aye. aye. I didn't see a single video like this. Hey, everybody back in Oklahoma, I'm sitting here with 2,500 of the most extraordinary loan officers on the planet. And we're discussing right now real-time solutions to make sure that all of our transactions close in a seamless, beautiful way so our customers exceed a six-star experience. And if you want to know some of the things that we're learning, it's boom and boom and boom and boom. And I look forward to talking to you. I'm in San Diego. If you need any help, I'm always here for you. Love you guys. Bye. Boom. I didn't see that once. What are you people doing? You just drinking and going to a conference? Sleeping with people you shouldn't be sleeping with? Oh, it's one of those conferences. Okay. I get the deal. All right. Thank you, Sam. Exactly. You two only. Just pay attention. All right. I'm, I love you. I'm just saying. All right. So you ready? Who wants a breakthrough? That is the topic of the conference, yes? Okay. So how do you get a massive breakthrough? Breakdown is part of it. So I'm going to give you guys a little insight. You ready? My whole life has been Breakdown to Breakthrough. It was the second book that I wrote. So when I saw that you did Breakthrough, I was like, yeah, I love it. Here's how I look at breakthroughs. The only way I can create a breakthrough in my life is to choose to operate at what I call level 10. Say to your buddy, level 10. So level 10, just so you guys are clear, is not me against you, right? You're a handsome dude. You're more tan. You got better hair, right? Like, I'm not going to win that match. It's me against me. You with me? It's me against me. But here's the real hook. You ready? The first time I really understood level 10, I was landing on a red-eye flight from New York City down to Los Angeles, or from L.A., excuse me, to New York City. And I landed at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I actually had 
for the first time in my life, what I think was like a panic attack. Who's ever had like that nervous anxiety? <laughs> like you can't catch, who's been there before? Say I. Doesn't that suck? I only had it once. And it wasn't like when I was in New York on 9-11. It wasn't that. It wasn't like, here's your first baby. It wasn't my wife saying to me, you know, a year and a half ago, I have cancer. It was, holy shit, I'm stepping outside of my box and I'm going for something really big that is not in my comfort zone. Who's been there before? Say I. And all of a sudden it hit me as I was landing, I am in unchartered territory. I've never been here before, and I've told about 50,000 people that I'm going to achieve something. What if it doesn't work out? Who's ever been there? Maybe not the numbers, but who's ever been there before? Okay, who's married that you're aware of? <laughs> who's married? Have you ever, like, said to your spouse, I came back from Todd Duncan Sales Mastery, and this is the year. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? And they're like, okay, all right. You have coaching now, right? Okay, everybody go like this. Go like this. This is you when you come back from a conference. Everybody go like this. Like, I'm fired up. I'm going to make money. I'm kicking ass. I'm going to follow my schedule. I'm going to do Facebook. Ready? Now go like this without killing your neighbor. This is a two-handed move here, buddy. You going to be all right? No. What, what, what is this? What are you like? Hey, no, look, this and this. There you go. Now we, that's why I said don't smack your neighbor. You know what this represents, guys? This is, I want a breakthrough. This is your behaviors. What happens when your behaviors are over here? Which one wins? Right? Your behaviors always win. Yes or yes? So to create a breakthrough, you know what you have to do? You have to align your behaviors. That's how you win. That's how you win. But that's really easy to say in a seminar, yes or yes. yes. And it's even easy for like guys like Todd and I who say, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to create this big sexy goal. I'm going to marry the woman of my dreams. I'm going to make it, ah, right? But if you don't align your behaviors, nothing happens. And the reason why nothing happens and the reason why most of you don't do the stuff you know you should do is because of that part. See, I believe a breakthrough comes when you finally say, I choose to be at level 10 in all area of my life with no apologies. You don't like it, screw you. Right? The people around you don't like it. I love you. I'm still going to do me because on my deathbed, and we're all going to die someday, even you. And guess what? On my deathbed, do you want to be saying there, man, my whole life I tried to please everyone. And it sucked. And now I'm here. And in this moment, is that how you want to live? Yes or yes? That was a trick question. Thank you for asking the right way. So the reality is, guys, and I'm just, listen, just a friend to a friend, a sales guy to a sales guy, an entrepreneur to an entrepreneur, breakthroughs come when you stop giving a shit about what everybody else thinks. And you say, I'm going to follow my schedule for me. And I'm going to do the schedule that works for me. And I'm going to do the activities that I love and the things that I'm passionate about. And by the way, they might not be in the mortgage business. And if that's the case, get out. Because working for money sucks. You guys with me on this? Working for passion, working for purpose, working for things that we believe in, then the money just seems to pile on top of you. And you all know what I'm talking about. So do me a favor, before we even get into the slides, just turn to your buddy and say, he is really talking to you right now. <laughs> Especially you, dude, with the hands. Like, what were those hands? Like, you were like Steve Martin, wild and crazy guy. Like, that's all I got out of that. Thank you very much. So you ready? Will you just say 
choose to operate at level 10 in all areas of my life with no apologies. Just say it out loud, please. Go. With no apologies. That's the hook. With no apologies. Now, I've been married to the same woman for 25 years, and in my family, that's a big deal. You with me on this? Like, I'm married the longest out of all of them. You with me? I married her twice just to, like, you know, like, keep up with everybody. You know what I'm talking about? Just saying. But here's the deal. Even with your spouse, can you be a level 10 with no apologies? What do you guys think? Hell yeah. I'm like, baby, I'm a level 10. Like, this is, this is the way it is. You, you married me like this. I'm not changing. This is how it's always going to be. And you know what she says? Well, then I'm going to be a level 10 awesome. Awesome. That's life. You with me on this? Now, that's personal stuff. Let's get into the business. How many of you are seriously wanting a breakthrough in your business? No, th listen. I'm at a seminar. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm hungover. It's day three. So let's talk about it. You ready? If you can't tolerate critics, don't do anything new or interesting. Just by a, a you know, pretty smart guy. Started that little company, Amazon. If you guys, are you familiar with them? Do you want a little fun fact? 65% of all U.S. households now has a Prime account. 65% of all U.S. households now has a Prime account. And now today the Wall Street Journal is writing articles saying Amazon is making us fat and lazy. Yeah. It's not McDonald's fault anymore. Now it's Amazon. <laughs> right? It's so easy to buy stuff. They make the process of working and doing what they do so easy. Right? It's effortless. We're going to talk more about how do we do that in all areas of our life and inside of our business. So let's look at the next one. You ready? I want to talk to you about six drivers of growth, but I want to, I want to preface it by saying to you all, Todd knows because we get to spend time together and been friends for a long, long time. And, like, I look up to Todd and, you know, like, just inspired by who he is and the way he is. Todd Duncan rocks. Yes or no, guys? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's, this is like, I'm not getting, this is not a paid endorsement. I got paid. Todd Duncan rocks. Yes or no? Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Deb? Oh, it's always louder. That's awesome. Deb, you win. Todd and I have had these discussions talking together, business person to business. How do you drive? How do you grow a business? How do you move beyond? How do you create massive audience? How do you impact and change lives? The stuff I want to talk to you about has nothing to do with being a loan officer. It has more to do with being an entrepreneur. It has more to do with thinking outside of the box. It has more to do with saying, it doesn't matter how long I've been doing this, because I've been here for 29 years. And let me say, after 29 years, I'm still doing number three, four, and five all the time. Six is an automatic. One and two is just my DNA. And the more you do this, you start to see outside of the box, and you stop looking at your competition. Who gives a shit what your competition does? You with me on this? Your competition doesn't do any loans. You with me on this? And if you think they do, have Amazon go to the mortgage business. Because what happens tomorrow if Amazon goes, hey, you know what, let's just throw up a page and say, want to do a loan? How many clicks would it take? Two? Think about it, guys. Are they coming? What do you guys think? They already control 50% of all purchasing online shopping. That's pretty good, right? That's called a monopoly. Yes or no? They're just doing things differently. So I'm not going to talk to you about the real estate agents I coach. I'm not going to talk to you about, you know, the, the agents you want to work with. So I could probably introduce you to a bunch. And I've shot like 15 videos already with people. You should use this lender, right? I can do that stuff. But I want to talk to you about like big, crazy, audacious, fun, sexy goals of what you can do. But I'm not going to tell you to do anything. I'm just going to plant seeds. Is that cool? All right. So let's go. Number one, ambition. 
Scale from 1 to 10, how, ambition, how ambitious are you? 12. I call bullshit. Who said 12? Stand up. Stand up. Okay. Okay, first of all, yeah, I'm over here. Say again. Rick. Rick, Tom, nice to meet you. You have good hair also. This is like the good hair group. So, Rick, Rick, scale from 1 to 10, how ambitious are you? How do you know that to be true? Say again. You live it every day. Cool. So what are the like? So what would a twenty look like? Just I'm just curious. Like if you're a twelve, what would a twenty look like? Myself or Todd? You're very generous, right? You have no idea what my business looks like. I did four dollars last year in total income. <laughs> that was for you, the IRS. Thank you very much. Stay away. <laughs> no, Rick, stand back up. So, so, Rick, here's the thing. You say that, and I get it because it's in the spirit. Like, in, I'm, I'm sure you're an ambitious guy and you've got a big personality, and I get that. But I'm telling you right now, buddy, you're not spending enough time with people that are doing so much more than you. And I'm not talking about loan officers. You with me? I'm talking about, like, I've been so blessed in my life not to piss enough people off and to bring enough value to people that I get invited to meetings and I get to hang out with people. And they're not my friends, but I get to slowly make my hand and bring a little value and bring a little value and do the dance. And then eventually we become friends and then we've got cell phones. And then I stalk the shit out of them and I just figure out everything that they're doing. You with me? And they're running billion-dollar businesses and five-billion-dollar businesses. They're taking companies public and they're buying, you know, they're early investors in Facebook and Uber and Slack and all these cool companies. And I talk to them. You know what they all say? I'm like a three, man, because I look around and shit. I challenge you on 12. I think your ability is probably a 20 if you're operating at 12. So let me give you some thoughts. You ready, Rick? Play, play along with me. What does your ideal business look like in 2020? Don't tell me out loud. Sit down, Rick. What does your ideal business look like in 2020? Write it down right now. I'll give you all the slides. You don't have to take photos. What are you going to like suddenly be on social media and start posting stuff? <laughs> Dude, you're never going to look at slide photos ever. Just for the record, ever. Like you should just like, you know, just delete them now. What does your ideal business look like in 2020? The biggest challenge I see most people making right now, and I'm a business coach, right? I coach all these great people, and we have 153 coaches, and this is what we do, is too many people right now are thinking about 2018. 2018 is already over. The stuff you're doing right now equals 2018. The stuff you do in the fourth quarter is your 2018. My question is, what do you want in 2020, and can you start spending 10 to 15% of your time now on your 2020 plan so you naturally and automatically get there? And I'm challenging all of you to be thinking right now, 5Xing, 10Xing, any one of those sexy, exciting seminar numbers, something like that. I'm going to give you guys an example. Turn to your neighbor, tell them right now how many people you have on your marketing staff, your personal marketing staff. Tell your buddy. Okay, awesome. Come back to me. Tell your buddy right now, tell your buddy right now how many people you have booking appointments for you either with agents or clients. Tell your buddy, how many people you have booking appointments on your staff for you? Tell your buddy. All right, come back to me. Tell your buddy right now, tell your buddy right now, how many people you have personally processing all of your transactions? Tell your buddy. Your personal. Tell your buddy. Who's doing it for you? How many? Oh, you're going you're gonna to really enjoy this talk. I want to challenge you guys, and I'm not going to give you the answer, but I want to tell you this. Is your industry changing, yes or yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is the residential real estate side. 
right? I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I think people are still buy houses and do loans, but the way they may do it may be differently. I don't know where the puck is going. I'm thinking about screw the puck, buy the fucking arena. You with me on this? And figure this shit out. Do something radically different. What do you want it to look like in 2020? I just said the F word on my Facebook account live. Sorry, guys. Number two, what about, my, what about my psychology is stopping me from getting there naturally and automatically? This is going to be one of those tonight conversations when you're like, yeah, you know what I want to do, man? I want to do this, this, this. I can kind of see it. Like, it looks something like this. And then, well, what about your psychology is getting in the way? What about your personal beliefs is getting in the way? What's going to hold you back from being level 10? Right? And I'm telling you, like, I coach CEOs of companies. They come inside my office and they lay down on the couch and they're like, dude, when my brother was four... He hit me with a phone, and I walk by your telemarketing center, and I just, it, it freaks me out. Like, I hear that stuff from people. I'm not kidding. Like, we got some, like, do me a favor. Look at your neighbor right in the eye and say, your head is a scary place to be. <laughs> right or wrong? We were just having that conversation, right? And, and listen. Sorry, I said the F word. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Number three. What systemic changes are required to realize the goal? Most of you are process-based, right? I'm assuming a lot of you in your disk profile are S and Cs, right? Doing lots of transactions, lots of loans, like calculated, right? Systems-oriented. What are the systems that are required, right? Guys, how do we make the process easier, more enjoyable? I just did a loan with, like, a, a, you know, a loan officer, and it sucked. It was a horrible experience, a horrible experience. And I've used them three times. Right? I mean, you know, relationships matter, right or wrong. But I'm like, dude, like, you know, if you could just like, I don't know, in the middle just sing or something. Like, just like send flowers during the experience because when I have to sign this much paperwork still and not just put my thumb on it, or better yet, just a facial recognition, yeah, that's me, let's go. Now, you may not be able to change that, but write down this question. What are the breakpoints in the transactional process? Like, what are the breakpoints? What are the breakpoints? Have you all read the book, The Experience Economy? What? Okay, write that down. What are the breakpoints? And then you want to read the book, The Experience Economy. The Experience Economy, and I'll just give you the, the fast version. You ready? Why do we spend, you know, like pennies for a little coffee bean? Why do we go, like, make our own coffee and get it ground and maybe it costs, like, a few more pennies, but I'll spend for the same amount of coffee beans four and a half, five bucks at Starbucks all day long. Think about that. It's all experience because Starbucks coffee is pretty terrible. Have you had it? I mean, there's a reason why you put the frappuccino and all the sugar and everything else. Because you taste the coffee, you're like, that's three bucks. Think about it. Read the book, The Experience Economy, and ask yourself, what are the natural communication breakpoints with my clients? Where do they get frustrated? Where does the agent get frustrated? Where does the buyer get frustrated? Where do I get frustrated? Where does the back house get frustrated? If I can just work on solving every year a few of the breakpoints of the transaction to make it smoother, guess what? The client experience goes through the roof. You get way more reviews, and the business becomes fun again. If you just ask yourself that question. Now, that's a really good slide. Let's go to the next one. You ready? Say that out loud, please. So just play a game. It's 2020, how much money are you making? Are we all like from the U.S. here or is there anybody from Canada? Couple, okay, so, so where are you from? Toronto. Toronto. I was just in Toronto, right? Love, like one of the greatest cities on the planet. What I love about California, right, is I have great weather, but I have your taxes. Seriously, 53% now in California. 
right? So, so here's my solution to taxes, because they're going to go up, make more money. That's my solution. My wife's like, screw California. And I'm like, I don't know, the beach is pretty nice. Just, let's just make more money. What do you guys think? Yeah. Do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, make way more money. So it's 2020, it's 2020, how much do you want? It's 2020, how much do you want? Everything you're learning here at this extraordinary event is about the tools and the tactics and the mindset and the strategy and everything you need, but you need to be thinking way bigger. Now, here's the next one, number two. How many of you read the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution? Do you guys read? <laughs> Todd, do you not like, have like a recommended reading list? <laughs> He's like, they leave here, they're on their own. No, no, you have a coaching program. They're going to be just fine. Um, so here's the deal. There's a wonderful book called The Four Disciplines of Execution. And as a, as a business person, right, as a CEO, running your run, branch manager, agent, loan officer, whatever you want, the, the four disciplines, and I added the fifth because I thought it was important, are really the framework for what every one of us needs to do when we leave this conference to go back and say, this is the model of how I'm going to do everything I learn. So let's take a look. You ready? This one you might want to take a photo of, dude, because you might actually use it. All right? So here's the, here is the fast version. You don't have to read the, like the 300-page book. Number one, you have to have a wildly important goal. That's number one. You've got to have a wildly important goal. Something that inspires you. Right? So whether it's money or whether it's transactions or whether it's recognition or right now, guys, one of the things that I'm focusing on is just how happy am I? Like, how happy, like, that, like, that's kind of one of my big goals. Like, can I just be level 10 happy all the time? Like, on a red eye and, like, this is awesome. You with me? You guys ever taken a red eye flight before? Like, there's, that's the only way I can frame it. This is awesome. You with me? But what's your wildly important goal? What do you want by 2020? Number two, then you've got to break it down and convert it to the monthly, weekly, daily, key performance indicators, KPIs. You know, uh, I used to coach a couple loan officers way back in the day, like, all right, where's your business come from? Comes from agents, a little bit in refi, awesome. Uh, so how many agents do you have in your, you know, like in your model match? Oh, I got like 15, great, and that gets you like 10 loans a month, awesome, and you're starving, great, we need more agents, right? How many agent appointments do we need? How many app appointments do we need? We broke down the whole thing, I'm like, dude, all you have to do is call five agents you know and five agents you don't know and have three conversations with your past clients to make sure you're staying in communication. You do that every day, triple this business. KPIs, know the numbers, right? Number three, is you got to scoreboard everything. So if I walked into your office right now, would I see your goal on the wall? Would I see the breakdown of how many appointments, how many apps, how many, you know, like how you would track it? Am I going to see that visually on the wall, or is it in your head, or is it on your laptop, or is it inside some app? Here's what I'm going to tell you guys. Who has kids? That's awesome. Who does not have kids? You should get some. You have dogs? I agree, I have dogs too. Um, so here's the deal, I married a dark-skinned Italian, and I have two redhead boys. Okay, so here's the deal, because we're 3% of the population and it's shrinking, so you have time. Like, get some kids. Help the cause. I'm just saying, just help the cause. Like, we're, we're going to be extinct. She's like, uh, yeah, this could be a good seminar for you. <laughs> She's like, screw you. <laughs> All right. Who has kids? Raise your hands really high. Do you like them? Okay, you ever been to one of their games before? Okay, so my son for a while played football, which I'm not a super fan of, right? Have you had uh, Dr. Daniel Amen speak here yet? Awesome. All right, so that would be a good one. So Amen says to me, he's the brain doctor, right, who says, oh, your son plays football? Uh, like, as I'm walking out, he's like, have him stop that immediately. 
And I was like, why? And he goes, come back in here. Here's the study of the 143 NFL guys and all of their concussions. You probably saw the movie Concussion. He's like, I was the research piece for all of that. He's like, you're killing your child? I was like, damn. And then he's like, you can go. <laughs> I was like, thank, thank, thanks for leaving me with that, Dan. All right, good. Walked out home. Honey, he can't play football. But could you imagine going to a game? And here's the deal. Hockey, baseball, football, basketball, tennis, whatever. But we never kept track of the score. Or the time. How much fun would that be? At what point would you be like, look at those 11 guys attacking those 11 guys for no apparent reason. But the moment we put a clock on it, what happens to our heart rate? Right? The moment we see the score, 20 to 20, with only this much time left, and all of a sudden, like, the anxiety's there. Right? Well, that's what happens when you start scoreboarding all of your goals. Every month, every week, every day, every quarter, every year. And we all know that that, like, okay, I got to step it up. That's important if you want to really execute. Obviously, number four, up your cadence of accountability. So tell your buddy right now who is holding you accountable and what is the frequency. Tell your buddy who is holding you accountable and what is the frequency. Sorry, I cursed. God. I got all excited. What? That's beautiful. Oh my God. Did somebody give you that? Dude, that's awesome. All right, come back to me. Come back to me. Shh. So here's the dealio, folks. What do we know? If we track and measure our results, our performance improves. Everybody knows that, right? Like, you want to lose weight, get on the scale every day at the same exact time, every day for the same exact time. And if you really want to do it great, hit the live button on your Facebook page. Do you guys know the live button? Oh, it's live. Oh, that's right. So you hit the live button and you stand on the scale just for like 30 seconds and turn it off. And you do that every day. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to lose weight. Because all of your friends are going to be like, dude. I think I saw your uh, car at McDonald's. I'm going to repost your video with a McDonald's happy face. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I have no idea what they show, but I love Sam and his team. But, but guys, right or wrong, if you track and measure, your performance goes up. But if you track and measure and then you report your numbers to someone that cares, who can then say, dude, you're getting in your own way. Let's just realign your behaviors. Not massive steps. How about, like, let's just get up 30 minutes earlier or 15 minutes earlier. Like, start aligning your behaviors over time. That's how you win. That's a big part of the formula. And then the last one, number five, is you got to celebrate. Because how many of us, guys, be honest. Like, celebration isn't going to a conference and getting drunk. That's not celebration. Celebration is like sitting in gratitude with the people that you love in a place that is just remarkable and really coming from a place of like, we did something special. And that could be every week with your team, that could be every month, it could be every year. But I'm just going to tell you, if you really want to crush it, you got to be celebrating all the time. It's like, it's like building a muscle. That's what it does. Tell your buddy right now, of the five disciplines to really have a breakthrough, tell your buddy which of the five you're missing right now. Congratulations, happy anniversary. Focus. Dude, focus, I know. I'm proud of you. Dude, I'm, I'm, I know and I didn't say anything to you for a reason. We can have that conversation afterwards. Right?
phone. And I'm, I'm challenging. I'm challenging them. But watch. All right, you ready? Come back to me. Shh. So, first one is ambition. Are we ambitious enough? And by the way, like my wife has different ambitions than I have. My kids have different ambitions. Remember, it's level 10. Right? So it's not my ambition versus your ambition. It's your ambition versus your ambition. It's you on your deathbed saying, did I go for it? You with me? Did I give it my all? Like in everything, like everything, did I give it my all? You with me? And like if you just go you against you and you just say screw everybody else, then it really gets fun. You with me? Because I don't really care what anybody else does. You with me? I wear sneakers and no socks. I don't give a shit. You with me? It makes me happy. You follow me? Like I just don't care. And I want to grow my business and serve my customers and work with people I love and do what I love for the people I love in my way. You with me? My goals, my dreams, let's go. Make sense? Like that's the game. Ambition. Second one is you got to go from ambition to very tactical. Because look, look at The Secret. You guys remember the movie The Secret? Did anybody else get a free Ferrari? Me neither. Remember? I want a Ferrari. Hand and navel. Free Ferrari, free Ferrari, free Ferrari. It didn't happen. The secret was cut out of the movie. It was all of us saying, you have to work your ass off. They cut all that stuff out. The five disciplines makes it come to life. The third one, though, is team. And I'm guaranteeing inside this room the vast, the vast majority of you are under-teamed right now. You're under-teamed. So I got a couple thoughts for you. You might want to take some photos. I'm razzing this guy over here. You might want to take some photos. You ready? The first thing you have to understand, though, is if you're going to be a team leader, are you an artist, are you an operator, or are you an entrepreneur? Are you an artist, an operator, or an entrepreneur? You with me? Are you the artist? I get excited. I buy, like, everything. I don't implement anything, and it doesn't matter because I'm just so good at what I do, and people love me, and I figure it out, and I'll work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Ah! Artist. Are you the operator? My COO, Cindy, who her favorite word is no. Her second favorite word is checklist. You with me on this? And everything that she does for me is boring, but when the two of us work together, we are yin and yang and it works. You with me? Her back-end operational skills allows me to express my art. When, you know, before her inside the business and all my ops people now, we were a small little all-over-the-board business. You with me? Me usually driving the whole thing. As soon as you get the operators in charge and they're running the ship, everything takes off. Make sense? Or, of course, you could say entrepreneur, but here's the deal. Every entrepreneur slants either artist or operator. So tell your buddy honestly, which one are you? Tell your buddy real quick, which one are you? Artist or operator? Artist. Okay, by the way, in case you're wondering, the artists make all the money. The artists make all the money. Here's the caveat. They only make repeatable and scalable money when they align themselves with an operator. You with me? They only make repeatable and scalable long-term money unless you want to work seven days a week responsible for every file. And you know what I mean? Like if that's your gig and you wear leather and you enjoy a good beating, like I don't know. You with me on this? But that's up to you. So now you ready? There are four team structures. Let's just maybe just take some notes and write down which one maybe resonates for you. So there's four different types of teams in the mortgage space, in the real estate space, in the tech space. Like every business I talk to, the first question is like, tell me about your team. Like who's on your team? And the vast majority of teams that I talk to in the mortgage space, the real estate space, the tech space, the you name it space, 
They look like this. Do you guys know this team? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Right? And you literally, you're like, okay, wait a minute. You're all artists. Who runs the shop? They're like, I do, I do. No, I do, I do, I do. Woo-hoo. Right? And it's just crazy. So here's what I want you to get. You ready? This is not a team. And the reason it's not a team in it is there's no operator. You're not a team. It's like having football but no quarterback. How's that going to work? You with me? You're a baseball team but no pitcher. Right? You've got to have that anchor who's keeping everything in alignment. The biggest team right now that I'm seeing in the mortgage space and in the real estate space is this one, the family business. And this, my friends, this is awesome, and we know it can be challenging. It's awesome because, like, your son went to UCI, and you spent $300,000, and he's, like, living in your house, and he's 30, and he smokes weed, and he plays video games. <laughs> and you're like, look, you're going to be my processor, right? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> You guys know what I'm talking about? Exactly. And if you're that 30-year-old in the room, I'm talking to you. Stop smoking weed. Move out of your parents' house. Buy a house, damn it. So here's the deal. The, the family business is beautiful, though, right? Who, does anybody in the room work with their spouse? <laughs> Did anybody in the room used to work with their spouse? There's <laughs> always a few of those. Mom, dad, brother, sister, kids, whatever. But you know what it is? It's I have this, this business that pays me hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And at a certain point, I don't want to do it anymore. So you grab, you know, Sally over here and you say, come in and boom. Now the photo is the two of you versus one of you. And all you do is extend the lifetime value. Right? Very, very typical. Um, the next one, though, is probably how the vast, oh, I'm going to say this. Please don't be offended. This is probably how the vast majority of you operate with your assistants and your quote-unquote team. It looks like this. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Right? You fly in in your fancy pants Mercedes, right? Maybe now it's a Tesla, right? And you're all hot shit. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going golfing with agents. Sure you are. But before I do, here's like 48 things that I never want to do that you should do. And like, it, you know what it is? It's fundamentally, it's, now guys, I'm going to let you off the hook. Ladies, this is actually mostly female. No, it is, right? Because you've raised your husband, sometimes two or three. You with me on this? And you've raised some kids, right? And, and just by nature, your ability to manage so many more things than us guys that are just, you know, like there's just not enough brains in there, right? So we're just going to do, okay, honey, right? So you've figured all that out. The challenge is you don't know how to delegate. You don't know how to empower. You don't understand repeatable and scalable. You do this. I'm just going to be your mom, right? And they're like, but I'm your, I'm your processor. And you're like, no, I know it's okay, honey, right? And we just do too much of that. And I'm not, it's not a sexist thing in any way, shape, or form. I just coach way too many people and I just look at the facts. You with me on this? Guys are far worse. They sleep with all those people. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Some of the guys are like, no, that's not you, baby. That wasn't you, I swear. You're the best processor ever. Um, I just love this quote. If you hire people just because they do a job, they're going to work for money. If you hire people who believe what you believe, they're going to work with their blood, sweat, and tears. Right? Simon is just so on with that. Hire passionate people that are super fired up about you. I'm going to show you guys a team. Is anybody here from Orange County, California? Right? OC? All right. So, so you know, we have, like, gazillions of agents we work with. This one you'll recognize. Right? So the business builder, 
this is, you know, this guy right here comes to me, and he's got one assistant, it's 2007, the market's falling apart, he's totally dying, and he's like, I need help, and I'm like, the solution is better process, better people, more expansive marketing. He's like, but the market's falling apart. I'm like, that's okay, man, you just gotta find the market segments. Like, we probably don't wanna be in Shady Canyon trying to sell $5 million houses when no one has any money and they're all gonna short sell, right? Like, just change your model a little bit, it's okay, you can pivot. Over time now, all of a sudden he went from, by the way, you know, that's Tim, and by the way, this guy right here actually runs the sales team. He was the former vice president for Cole Banker for like three offices, like 800 agents, and he left to run an agent team. Think about that, like this is where it's going. Not just in the real estate space, guys, everywhere we're seeing this. These super groups where it's not about the individual, it's about the team. This gal right here does $40 million a year in sales and she's on a real estate agent's team, 40 million in sales. You think she gets offers every single day to lead the team for higher splits? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Every single day. And guess how long she's been there? Six years. And she said multiple offers from companies saying, we'll give you this check if you'll just leave. She's like, I don't want to leave because I belong to something. There's a culture here and there's values here and there's a mission and purpose. And not all of it's family, but some of it's family. For a lot of them, it's just they realize it's strength in numbers. Let's go take over the world. I now have him convinced that he should have 120 salespeople on his team in about eight or nine different locations, do about $3.5 billion in sales. And you know what? For like a 45-year-old real estate dude, that's not bad. Even if he only gets like 2.2% commission, it's okay. You guys with me on this? Do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, are we thinking big enough? <laughs> Let's keep going. All right, next one is innovation. Next one is innovation. Next one is innovation. So level 10, innovation. Here we go. Could you just read this out loud to your buddy really fast? Just read it out loud. How many of you, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Ask yourself this question in your business. What have you just done forever because you've always done it? Why are you dragging the rocks up the hill? I don't know. We've always dragged the rocks up the hill. It's Tuesday. It's, you know, drag the rock day. That's what we do. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Right? By the way, everyone write this in your notes, please. I want you to Google tonight the 20 years of Amazon's sh uh, shareholder letter from Jeff Bezos. 20 years of his, you know, letter to the shareholders, 20 years. All he talks about for 20 straight years is make the client experience extraordinary for 20 years. First, because they had 100,000 books they can sell on their website. And now 20 years later, they sell everything. But the focus is not like, guys, they have no products. You with me on this? They're not like a product company. They got a couple little things here and there, right? But if you look at the totality of all the things that they sell, it's everybody else's stuff. They focus on making the process beautiful. If I was sitting in your chair right now with all of these extraordinary speakers and the energy of the extraordinary people inside this room, I'd be asking, what's the break point in your business and how did you solve it? What's the break point in your business and how did you solve it? Where have you pissed your clients off and how did you solve it? Right, over and over and over, trying to find how am I going to make the experience I provide so insanely great for people that they want to just send us money, piles of money all the time. Does that make sense? Tell your buddy what's one part of the business in your current situation right now. The, the software you have to use, right? The number of, you know, things you have to do. What's one thing about your business that drives you insane? Tell your buddy. 
Just one. What's it for you? to wait for? What do you not get instantaneously? How are you going to solve that? Bank of America is working on this. That's the we'll, we'll see if they pull it off. We are talking about Bank of America. But they're saying, so if they do it, always. Well, what are you working on? You already got how to do a shit ton of loans. Right. So not, not, not saying push that aside because it creates great, great income, but 10% of your time on something that's out of the box. You with me? Passion project. All right, come back to me. Hey, where is, um, where is Bill Hart? Bill Hart, Bill Hart, please stand up. Give Bill Hart like the giant round of applause that this man deserves. Okay. That guy was like my sales manager when I was like 11 years old. Seriously. Like he was like, when you were like 17, like my hair went like purple mohawk. I kind of got it back to normal color. And like Bill Hart, Bill Hart was like every day coming to the office, hello, sales. And I was like two headsets, banging the phone. Dude, I love you. You've always been an inspiration. Thank you for being you. Just give him a big round of applause. Love you, buddy. Love you. So take a photo of that or write it down. Because this is really what I'm asking you. Develop a relentless focus on removing the breakpoints of your client experience. Develop a relentless focus to remove the breakpoints of your client experience. And I'm going to give you guys some very tactical examples, especially when we talk about one of the, I think it's like the next point. But think about it like this, guys. Um, how many of you in this room want more appointments? Okay, that's a, that was a weird response. How many of you have to meet with someone in order to have something happen? That, that's very vague. Who wants more appointments? Say aye. aye. Right? Buyers, right? You know, whatever. Builders, whatever. Whatever your flavor. Develop a relentless focus on removing the breakpoints of the client experience to get more appointments with you. I'll give you, you want some numbers? So last year we generated 75,000 people that put their actual name, actual cell phone, actual email, like double validated, and then answered six or seven questions, right, to tell us about them, right? 75,000 of those. And guess what? Then they'd hit enter, and my team would then try and call them as quickly as possible to say, hey, Todd, thanks for coming to TomFerry.com. You'd request some information about who we do be habadaba, so we'd like to schedule an appointment. But as we all know, when you call on salespeople, they never answer their phone, right or wrong. So you game the system, and you get, the, you get the specific area code that matches their area code. So at least you're calling from the area code. And then you get from like 10%, one out of 10 answering the phone, all the way up to like 13.5%. It's awesome, right? And it only costs you $29.95 for every desk in the office. And we go to that. And I'm like, this is stupid. And my buddy who runs a little company called Three Day Blinds. Anybody know that company? Right? So my buddy Dan Williams is the chief revenue officer of that company. And he's worked on a lot of businesses. He basically helped do all the original Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and everything else for a little company called Zillow. Right? Help them kind of get off the ground. So he's a pretty smart digital marketer. He looked at me one day and he said, Tom, what's the biggest breakpoint you have in your business? I go, we generate all these leads and inquiries. And I don't mean like cold leads. I mean like, yes, I want to talk to you. Right? And then he's like, well, then why don't you create a situation where they can just book an appointment online? I was like, 
you know, like, right? And I'm like, oh, that's right. We pay Salesforce $8 billion a year for all their crap, right? I'm like, there's got to be a, and I go to my guy, David Shanks, and he's like, you know, my VP of electricity is what I can call him. Like, if it touches electricity, David's got it. And he's like, okay, dude, I got this. He's like, okay, cool, bam, 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 done. And guess what? He has one piece of software called Sumo Appointment Setter. And now the same 75,000 people that are coming, guess what? 80% of them say, yes, here's my cell phone, here's my name, here's my information. Tuesday, 4 o'clock, perfect. Done. You guys with me? That comes from a relentless focus on removing breakpoints. One little breakpoint in January 7th, the first day of the year, my team walked in and I have like 30 consultants and the 30 consultants were all double booked all day long. Best day of their life because all they did was just talk to people. Does that make sense? Relentless focus on removing the breakpoints. What are the breakpoints of your business? Does that make sense? Like tactical example? Let's keep going. You ready? Uh, what good is an idea if it remains an idea? Try it, experiment, iterate, fail, try again, then change the world. I love Simon, right? Totally gets it. Like, what are you going to go back and test coming out of here? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. You ready? So let's talk marketing. I think it's number five. Are we on number five? There's no numbers, so it's just the next one. Marketing. Who likes marketing? Say aye. Okay. How many of you, you're a business person and a marketeer who happens to have a product called loans? <laughs> yeah, you're lying. Some of you, yes. Business person, marketeer, I'm in the people business. I'm in to talk to as many people as I can in the widest variety possible to see who's interested, to, you know, bring them value, 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 and maybe out now and then ask. Does that make sense? But you bring enough value to the marketplace, and they just start saying, hey, here's my information, cell phone, let's sign up. So check this out. I want to talk to you about marketing, but maybe from a different point of view. Three things. We've officially entered the age of video-first marketing. Video-first marketing. Please say that out loud. Okay, say it again. So what does that mean? What does that mean? That means before you send an email, unless there's a video in it, before you print a flyer, before you even do a face-to-face, -face, everything is video-first. Now, this is not me talking. How many of you know Facebook? Okay, tell your buddy right now how many live Facebook videos you've done this month. Good job. Good job. Congrats. Good job. How many? Show me on fingers how many. Show me on fingers. All right. How many of you think, how many of you think that the 2.1 billion people currently on Facebook, 1.75 billion every day? Every day, 1.75 billion every day. Some of them are in the U.S. Just saying. You're in Canada. There's like five in Canada. Right? But they're all in Nova Scotia. Yeah, you could really go after them. How many of you think, how many of you think if every day or some level of frequency, how's the market, here's what's going on in our space, or you know what would be actually really cool is if you guys just did behind the scenes get to know you. Because here's the reality. You sell a commodity, right or wrong? Right or wrong, guys? It's a commodity, right? Like your, your flavor isn't any different. Your value prop is different. Your USB is different. You have a different color logo. But at the end of the day, the money's the money's the money's the money. And it's rates and yada yada, right? So if it is a product, the degree of separation is likability. That's the degree of separation. 
So why don't you do content every single day to find the ones that like you and the ones that don't won't book an appointment, which is awesome because it sucks when the ones that don't like you book an appointment and then you have to find out that you don't like them. You guys with me on this? How many of you just got what I said? Now, I don't have to tell you video, video, video. Google has already come out. You might want to write this, this down. This is, you know, the almighty Google. Reluca Monet, who manages a little over a billion five a year in Google advertising dollars, which is nothing. But for one gal, it's not bad, right? Probably makes it decent money. She said to me, oh, Tom and her beautiful boy, oh, Tom, you know, tell all of your friends that, see, at Google, the internal dialogue is that 85% of the world's content, 85% of the world's content will be viewed on video first. 85% of the world's content will be consumed video first by 2019. Now, who knows Google? I got a buddy there named David On who in 2007 said to me, oh, you blog? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing like these audio podcasts. And he said, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I have recorded, like I'm about to do a deal. Like this is how lame I was. I'm like, I'm about to do a deal with Blackberry. <laughs> yeah. See, I was. Like, oh, we want Tom Ferry's exclusive content in a company that's not going to exist really soon. And I almost did the deal. But my buddy David, in a loving way, at Shady Canyon said, dude, that's stupid. And I was like, well, what do you recommend? He's like, well, we bought a company called YouTube. You should check them out. Right? And I switched to video. Now I've got, I don't know, 1,000 videos, five and a half, six million views, 67,000 followers, which is nothing. It makes me a micro, micro, micro celebrity. But even today, sat down on a flight, flying from Philadelphia, and the guy, you know, who's like the attendant, he's like, you're Tom Ferry. I was like, yeah. He's like, my daughter sells real estate in Washington, D.C. for Fine Homes Property, right? And he's like, and she sent me a couple of your videos. He's like, can we do a selfie? <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll do you one better, man. And I literally got on my laptop and sent his daughter a free ticket to my event in New York City. Like, boom, right? Like, just that kind of shit. You with me? But if I didn't listen to my buddy and David on, but here's what you got to understand. He said to me, but video is not going to come first. We're going photos next. And then what happened in 2009, 2010, right? It went all photos. And then what did Facebook follow? First it was just, I'm having a burrito. And people were like, that's awesome. I'm going to the bathroom. Me too, right? <laughs> right? Come on, I'm old school. I was on Friendster. You guys with me? I have a MySpace account. I'm seriously, right? So now, what do we know about Facebook today? You go post something like, hey, I'm a Todd Duncan sales manager, and no one sees it. I tell the agents, I go, even better, you post one of your listings, right? And you're like, hey, look, we have this listing, and it's a photo with a link to another website, taking them off Facebook. And surprise, Facebook drops it out of everybody's eyes. Unless you put your credit card in and pay. Make sense? So what is Facebook now? Video, 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 video. Yeah, you should avoid that. <laughs> no, I mean, it totally makes sense. How many of you are going to be out of the business in the next five years? Like, like you're done. Like, you know, it's like, you are the bank now. You're like, screw it. I'm just going to do hard money lending for the rest of my life. Okay, so no one. All right, so do me a favor. Turn to your buddy and say, it doesn't matter what your hair color looks like and your friends know what you look like. Know what I'm saying? Listen, okay, all the dudes in the room, especially the guy over here with the beard, guys are easy, right? Most of my clients are female, above age 55, 
You with me on this? And I'm like, you got to do video. And they're like, <gasps> they just like panic. And I'm like, well, like, you're stunning. Like, what, okay, one of my clients, Maxine Gellens, my client Maxine Gellens is going to be 80 next year. 80. 80. She's slinging deals in La, in La Jolla. Do you guys know La Jolla? Right? Her and her daughter Marty killing it. They do videos all the time. And you know what? She screws up. She's like, hey, it's Maxine and Marty. And she's just doing her thing because that, like, that's her personality. And when she finally got, wait a minute, the people that are on my Facebook page actually know me. So if I go on there and I'm perfect, they're like, that's not Maxine. How many of you guys know what I'm talking about? And the ones that wouldn't like her anyway don't want to use her, right? And the ones that love her refer her a ton of business. She's just being real. Does that make sense? Now, let me give you some stats. Write this in your notes really fast. Thursdays and Fridays, we'll get an 18% lift in every post you do. Thursdays and Fridays, 18% lift. Ready? Like it's the Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 people that are like, oh my God, it's almost the weekend. Let's see what everybody else is doing. Their life is so special. Their life is amazing. Oh my God, my life sucks. Right? Like that's what they're doing. Thursdays and Fridays, 18% left. Between 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock every day, you will get the highest amount of traffic if you do a live show. Between 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock, the highest amount of traffic. 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock in whatever time zone you're in. If you have international clients, be mindful of that. If you're doing your stuff, you ready? If you want maximum engagement, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. You want maximum engagement, 7 p.m. By the way, there's a solution called OBM. Check it out. OBM. Check it out. OBM. No, I'm not an investor. I wish I was. I use the product. You can pre-record your live show and select what time you want it to go on. And then you get to call your friends and say, hey, my show's going to go live at 1 o'clock. Will you do me a favor and immediately start commenting and liking and hearting? Because the moment a bunch of people like your staff, your mom, your dad, your brother, your aunt, your dog goes on and likes and hearts, guess what happens to Facebook? Facebook goes, oh, live show, algorithm, people are liking it, and they put it in front of everybody. Does that make sense? All right, video first marketing. Number two, do I have to say anything else? Facebook is the internet now. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Facebook is the internet. We don't even go to the internet anymore. We go to Facebook. How many of you wake up in the morning, be honest, be honest, lying is the devil. You wake up in the morning and you look at your phone immediately. And what do you look at? And if not Facebook, Instagram. Guess who owns Instagram? And by the way, if you're female, who's, who's female and wants lots of loans? Do Instagram. On steroids. Do Instagram stories. Do behind the scenes at your office. Take a whiteboard and put up like, you know, don't put up their name. Just put like T and K because you don't want to obviously use their name because it's probably not a real person anyway. And then you write out the complexity of what you're doing. And then you talk about how you solve the problem. And you're like, just want to give you a little, you know, behind the scenes. You know, mortgage is a commodity, right? Who you work with really matters. So we have this complex situation. Here's the deal. The guy's got 47 K1s. That's how he gets paid. You guys know the loan I'm talking about? Right? And he's had six bankruptcies, but he's got $4 million cash, like, in a bank account. So this is how we solved it. Da, 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 right? And you show behind the scenes how you solve problems for people. And they're like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. This guy's got it going on. You with me on this? Like, that kind of stuff. And that's just like a silly example. You're probably already doing that. All right, look at the last one. <laughs> I know Ryan is. All right, marketing's only purpose. What is marketing's only purpose, my friends? What is marketing's only purpose? To generate appointments. The only purpose of marketing is to generate appointments. 
The only purpose of marketing is to generate appointments. A Facebook Live is not marketing. That's content. I'm putting content out to say, hey, mortgages are mortgages, but look, I like green checkered shirts. So if you're in green checkered shirts, like, I'm your guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just being authentic and real. It's you coaching your kids Little League. You with me on this? Like, other people also coach Little League that might want to do loan. Don't hide your life. Have your life be an expression of work and play and how you solve problems and how you do what you do. And guess what? They're going to go, I like that gal. Does that make sense? That's the world we live in today. How many reviews do you have, by the way? On Zillow 35? I love you. One of my clients has 1,100. Guess what most of them are now saying? I'm the most reviewed agent in. And the most reviewed agent in on an Instagram ad and on a Facebook ad and on a live video crushes. You want to know why? Because nobody believes anybody anymore. So if I go to Zillow or Yelp or Google or whatever you choose, you're going to win. Turn to your buddy. This is, this, is, well, this is like 2013. You ready? Turn to your buddy and say, you need at least 200 reviews on Zillow in the next 12 months. At least. Now, now you ready? Google, Yelp, I don't care. Google, Yelp, Zillow, I don't care. I love the guys at Zillow. I love the guys at Yelp. It's all good. Now, so you ready? Shh. Uh, let's talk tactics. You ready? You might want to take a photo of this one for my photo guy. What's your photo guy? What's your name? Tim. Tim, Tom, easy, love it, cool. Ready? This is basically what my buddy said to me. He is like the chief revenue officer. By the way, you know what he, he does? Listen to this. He has like... 400 salespeople in the company, or in the company, which is the country, and he books 4,000 appointments a week for them. And this is what he does. Number one, simplify your offer. Stop trying to sell somebody on 30 different things. We are the most reviewed lender in Orange County. Find out how, book an appointment. You with me? Find out how, book an appointment. Simplify your offer. Number two, model best-in-class sites. Model best-in-class sites. Most of your websites, even if it's an About Me page, is probably too complex. Your site should be pretty simple. You ready? Here's a site today. Now, I'm going to give you guys a little hint. Do you guys know the company Zillow? Do you guys know Zillow? Okay, so my buddy, like, runs it. Like, I'm friends with them. We get to hang out. We do seminars together. Super cool guys. They are really ridiculously smart. I tell agents, whatever Zillow does, steal that. In my world, we call it R&D. Rip off and duplicate. You guys with me? So if Zillow's doing it, that means with 178 million, you know, eyeballs going to it every single month, uniques, if they're doing it, it means it's been tested and it works. Does that make sense? Right? So I, I send Greg, the chief business officer of the company, hey, I'm looking at this company. I think I'm going to invest in it. What do you think? I send him the link to watch, like, look at the site, and he goes like this. It doesn't have a video. I don't care. Send. That's what he said to me. It doesn't have a video explaining who they are, what they do, who they serve, their unique selling proposition, their value, whatever it is. If I go to your site and I don't see a video of you explaining who you are, what you do, what you're all about, I immediately go like this, next, move on. Tell your buddy, did I just bounce from your site or am I going to stay? Tell your buddy, bounce or stay? No, no, bounce or stay is a question, not a, <laughs> am I going to bounce? No video, bounce. Or since 85% of the world's online, like everything, guys, is video. If there's no video of your site, I bounce instantly. Does that make sense? Okay. Third, make it easy to schedule an appointment. Make it easy to schedule an appointment. Like it was so simple, Todd. Like when he said it to Deb, I was like literally like, 
I have 16 guys and gals sitting in a division of 85 salespeople in my office. They're called ISA OSAs. And you know what they do? They call the lead in four seconds and say, oh, you're still on TomFerry.com? We'd love to talk to you. And then they book an appointment. And guess what? They would book appointments for seven days out, and people would forget they booked an appointment. So he said to me, oh, I have another one. Make it even easier. If you get them on the phone, do a transfer. Oh. You mean don't book an appointment, actually have them talk to someone? Like instantly. That's what we do now. You with me? And I'm trying to get to seven days a week because we all know people are working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Make it easy. This is a really cool, easy site, Calendly.com. Do you guys know that one? You guys know Calendly? Who uses Calendly already? Super cool. Calendly.com. Oh, can I give you guys another one? I'm not an investor. I really want to be, though. So if you guys can get me and let me know. Crystal Knows. Do you guys know CrystalKnows.com? Oh, you're going to freak. Um, if you Google it, it'll say, did you mean? I think it's probably like Crystal, like Crystal Gale, like C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. You now know the music I was raised on with my mother, Crystal Gale. Thank you very much. Crystal knows, and guess what it is? It's, it's a Google product connected to your LinkedIn page. So when you talk to anyone, because I talk to a lot of people all day long, and before I, go to the, before I go to the meeting or before I do the meeting or before I do the video chat, I go to Crystal knows, I type in Todd Duncan, I click, or I go on to LinkedIn, hit Crystal Knows, it's connected, and it shows me with about 85% accuracy his disk profile, how to communicate to him, short, fast, speedy, got to go soft, got to go warm and friendly first, tells me all of his motivating factors, everything I need to know, he's a high D, better get to the point, he's high I, need to express with him. It's killer, and Crystal Knows, and it's free. There's this thing called the internet, you should look into it. It's really exciting. All right, number four is even more important. You ready? Create a culture of ABT. What does ABT stand for? You all know ABC, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, right? What's ABC? Always be closing. Always be closing. What, yeah, always be connecting. I love you, Todd Duncan. I love you. Trust, baby. ABT is always be testing. Always be testing. We're running anywhere between 15, well, just, let's just take the marketing department. 15 to 20 tests a week. Switch the, you know, switch the headline of the site. Right? Change the Facebook ad, organize or reshuffle how the email works. Testing, 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 testing. All the time, all the time, all the time. Because guess what? Our prospects change. How about yours? And they act differently in the wintertime than they do the summertime. And they act differently during spring break anywhere in the world. Right? So testing, testing, testing. So once you say, this is my site, your site is never done. Once you say, this is how I do live video, it's never done. Once you start Instagram, you're going to go, wow, Instagram's really good. But if I start putting text on it, that's even better. If I figure out the hyperlink strategy or start to promote it, that's even better. Test, 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 test. Does that make sense? Who's your marketing person? If they're sitting in your chair, you're screwed, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's keep going. The last one, number five, is obvious. Ready? So you all know ask, you know email, you know social, you know mail, you know phone, you know landing page, you know face-to-face. -face. How about DMs? How about direct message right now? I am on Facebook. Guys, look up here. Our conversion's going through the roof, connecting with real estate agents. They won't answer their phone, but they'll respond instantly to an instant messenger on Facebook. Instantly. So if you're not playing there, consider that. Live chat. If I go to your site, is there a live chat box where I can communicate to you and ask you some questions? Oh. What, what year is your site? Are you up to 1997 yet? Guys, see, I'm asking you what's broken in your business, and most of you haven't even really thought about, like really thought about what's broken. And what's exciting is 
I'm not talking about radical stuff. I'm talking about incremental little adjustments that you test and you get a 20 or 30% lift for no extra work because you finally said, what's broken, how do we fix it? Break down every part of the top of the funnel all the way through the transaction and just go one at a time all the way down. Does that make sense? All right. Live chat, how about bots? Are you guys using bots yet? AI? What? Okay, do me a favor. Turn to your buddy and say, you got some homework, baby. <laughs> so stop for a second. I only have like a few more slides. Am I okay on time? I haven't even looked at my watch. Am I okay? Okay, all right. So there's five things you can do very tactically. Marketing is where it's at. You guys with me on this? Listen. You have a commodity, technically I have a commodity, right? You can hire a coach, a coach, a coach, a coach, a coach, right? Every therapist now is a coach, and every person that did three loans is now a coach, right? Like, everybody's a coach, right? When I got started, I was like, I'm a coach. They're like, really? For what team? I'm like, uh, realtors. AI and bots, super big right now. And I'm not talking about the 20 years from now, like, the robots are coming and the world's going to be taken over and you're never going to have to do your laundry. I mean, like, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, People are reaching out to you and they're getting real-time responses from a super intelligent source. You with me? No one else listen, just you because you look like a smart dude. So right now we're building the largest Wikipedia site of every frequently asked question by real estate agents on the planet. You with me? And then guess what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to plug that right into either Watson or my own and literally I'll have this machine learning conversation with millions of agents all over the world answering their toughest questions. Right? And just doing it for free. You want to know why? Because the world needs better real estate agents. And if I'm bringing that much value for free, do you think one of them might say, that guy's pretty cool, and do something? What do you think? And that's what's going on right now. Like, that's what's happening. And some of you are still thinking, should I hit the live button on Facebook? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, let's keep going. Did you guys get it? By the way, did you get a photo of that? Good? You have a question? I don't know if I have time, but go ahead. Uh, so artificial intelligence, AI, artificial intelligence, and bots is just a funny way that they describe this little human interaction. So you're on Facebook and you're like, hey, I'm just curious, we've been thinking about refining, what are the rates right now, or whatever question they ask. And it's reading the language and auto-responding in a beautiful humanistic way to say, well, currently the rates are in a range of, and they fluctuate every night, and you're, of course, you know, it's midnight, and you're drunk, and you're texting me on my, you know, it doesn't say all that, but wouldn't it be awesome if it did? <laughs> but so that's what it's doing. You with me on this? Okay. Like that's the world today. And this, like, well, is that going to be in the mortgage space? Because we're very protected in governance and we got to keep it all organized and, you know. <laughs> Let's keep going. All right. Last one is your psychology. Do me a favor. Look your buddy right in the eye and say, I have extraordinary personal psychology. <laughs> you just have a beautiful smile. So, let's talk about it. You ready? Do you want a breakthrough? Stop giving a shit about what everybody else thinks and just do your thing. That's it. That's it. Like, that's it. Because Todd is a master of psychology, so there's nothing else I'm going to teach you guys on that. You know you need a morning routine. You know you need to read. You know you need to probably go to Dan Dr. Daniel Amen to get your brain fixed because most of your brains are really scary. But all I'm going to say to you is this. You ready, guys? I think I have, like, one last slide. Oh, here it is. Life's too short hang out with people who aren't resourceful. I just love that. It has nothing to do with my talk. <laughs> but I look at it all the time. Do me a favor. Turn to your buddy and say, that's why I'm sitting next to you. 
That was a compliment, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> so as I wrap up, I want to just say a couple things. Deb and Todd, happy anniversary. 25 years. <laughs> Insanely great. And I'll just leave you with this. Is the world going to change? Or are you going to change the world? Thanks. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're the best. The best out of all four years. Thank you. Well, dude, you're killing it. Okay, I'll go run to the back. See you guys. Thanks, man. You're killer. Give it up one more time, Tom Ferry. All right. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. How are you? Wonderful. Awesome. Where's the camera? I got to show you something. Ed Vaccaro brought this in. Uh, Ed's right. Where did Ed go? He was sitting right here to remind me of how this whole thing started. So here is my first audio cassette album that was released in 1991 called Maximizing Your Market Share, the complete sales training system for loan originators. And inside are six... audio cassette tapes, right? And just, just to zoom in on the top right, there we go, that's how the whole thing started. So Ed Vaccaro, thank you so much for this gift. I got to sign and give it back to him, that's awesome. Muddy, you got a mic? Where's the mic, handheld mic? Oh, let's do the square, can we turn the blue square on? So, so just real quick, this is Muddy. Um, Muddy has a new nickname. He got it here at, like he needs a new nickname, right? And I was talking with somebody at the break, and I, and I said, you know, I think, I think Muddy is money. And, and the guy goes, so money Muddy or Muddy Money? And I said, it doesn't matter because each one of these storyboards that he's doing is money. So give us the two-minute review on Tom Ferry. Watch this. Awesome. So, level 10 with no apologies. Uh, you know, here's that illustration. Alignment. Imagine your ideal business in 2020. Now think bigger. Doesn't even fit on the board. Track that shit. Here's the comfort zone. Here's uncharted territory. That's where you need to go. Team up. Solve breakpoints, make it easy. Video first, 87% by 2018. Um, it's almost 2018. Reviews matter. Machine learning, it's the internet, dude. Use it. So, what a pleasure to be here. My goal is to help you unlock awesome. If you want to get a copy, high resolution image of all of these, you've got a sign right outside the door. Drop your business card as you leave this room. Taking it down in about so here's what Muddy's gonna do. Drop your business cards right on the lawn. Sign up to the It's my gift. 